No. You don't really mean it? Chris slid into the chair before her desk. Nineteen years old, he had a narrow head under a mop of chestnut hair, was of medium height and well-made. He had startlingly blue eyes and charm enough to get his own way ninety-nine times out of a hundred. He was out of this world clever in some respects, but in Bee's opinion at least made up for it by being totally lacking in common sense. As Bee had suspected, Miss Brooke now tapped on the door and brought in the post. Chris jumped up and reached out to take the stack of letters from her, but fumbled the job and let the papers fall to the floor. Bee rolled her eyes at Miss Brooke, who pinched in her lips and said, I don't know how he got in, but Maggie's back from her last job and she's upstairs. No doubt he got round her. How's your grandson today? Bee's son Max and his wife had produced a baby boy some months ago, and Bee had been called over to help out that morning. A trifle fractious, I'm afraid. Oh, don't you bother to pick up those letters, Miss Brooke. Chris knocked them down, and Chris can pick them up. Which, indeed, he was scrabbling around on the floor to do. I should think so, too, said Miss Brooke, who was one of the few people impervious to Chris's charm. There's nothing in that pile that can't wait, so if you don't mind, I'll be off now. Bee looked at her watch. Of course, Miss Brooke always liked to leave early on Friday afternoons. The elderly lady continued, I'll be in tomorrow morning with the new girl who's shaping up well. The new girl would never see sixty again. B, in her sixties herself, liked to give older women jobs, believing them to be more stable and better trained in office work than girls fresh out of school. They took less time off work, too. B nodded, and Miss Brooke closed the door soundlessly behind her. Chris dumped a messy pile of papers on her desk and opened his mouth to speak. No, said B. Whatever it is that you want, the answer is no. As I've said many times before, you may not move into the spare room. You may not bring your synthesizer in here to practice. And I'm not taking you out in my car to give you a driving lesson. That's not fair. I've passed my test. At the 18th attempt? Oh, come on. It was only my fourth try. Is your driving instructor now on tranquilizers? She held up her hand to stop him. Uh, let me continue. I'm delighted, though surprised, to hear that you've managed finally to pass your driving test, but no, you may not borrow my car under any circumstances. What's more, whether you're gainfully employed at the moment or not, you may not waste Maggie's time by chatting to her when she ought to be working. Anyway, aren't you supposed to be out and about making another art house film? He opened his mouth to reply, but she got there first. No, don't tell me. The film's held up for some reason. Your father's fed up with you hanging around the house and you can't go back to university till next term starts. I'm not going back to university. But you will, Chris, you will. In due course, you'll see the sense of it. Whatever you decide to do in life, a university degree helps. What's more, it teaches you discipline, which is something you lack. At this very moment, you should be catching up on all the work you've missed by dropping out. I suspect you haven't opened a book in weeks, so the answer is no. He grinned. You haven't heard what it is I want yet. I don't need to, she said, returning to her computer and deleting some spam. Why do you always have to check your spam nowadays?
to make sure nothing had dived into the wrong slot. He put on his puppy dog face. I only wanted you to... Cloth ears, have you? My father suggested that... She lifted her eyes from her screen. His father was some sort of high-up civil servant, a grey man with influence. She liked C.J., and she rather thought he liked her. Not in that way, of course. But she trusted him, which is more than she did his likeable but harem-scarem son. If your father wants me to do something for him, he can ask me himself. He's busy, tied up with a court case, being an expert for the prosecution, hanging around for days, you know. Never at home. You've always got an excuse. Honest, he did say I should ask you to help. Despite herself, she hesitated. To do what? To find my library books. What? Get out of here before I lose my temper completely.